I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Quantum Consumer Podcast with Brandon Cox, the epicenter of science and technology conversation with a little dabbling in pop culture and the like. QCP separates opinion from fact and overall just has a great time, whether there are guests on the show or not. Here's your host. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. I am Brandon here and we have a whole full panel here. Uh, it's quite quite impressive. Um, of course, you all know this guy here to my left. Uh, we have uh, Nathan. How are you doing, Nathan? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, and we have a new person on the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, my name is Isaac. Get closer. <laughs> my name is Isaac. Oh, God. Very nice. Yes, get the rumblies in the in the uh, in the voice. Um, we also have another person who does not have a mic because he just generally refused. Um, why don't you just lean into lean, lean into his lap here and then just go ahead and uh, say hello. Hi. There we go. The Patreon viewers will be able to observe this man in his uh, natural habitat, drinking coffee and uh, playing existing. Hearthstone. He might say a couple things, but you know when we when when it when it does happen, it's gonna be exciting. You know, it's been a long time since we did a podcast. Yeah, it's been a hot it's minute. Been a it's been about a month. We've been really busy. We've been super busy. I cannot remember the last time that we had a podcast together. I mean, that would make <laughs> sense um, that you would not know the last time, uh, but. We have kind of a, how would you say, a controversial docket right now. No, about what we're going to be looking at. I mean, we're not talking about anime or anything. True, which <laughs> apparently you have been dubbed a weeb. Congrats. Wait, who did that? You. Not that they're wrong, but like who you're, did that? Yourself. I said you're a weeb. No, you said something else. No, you're a weeb. Okay. Cool. Jury of public opinion has voted <laughs> <lowered> us. <laughs> Uh, you are I didn't weep. say Congrats. there was anything wrong with it. No, I me, just, me neither. I'm not even dispelling it. I will just call a spade a spade. <laughs> cool. I'm going to call uh, you a retard. I mean, we all are. Oh, yeah. I think we it was prerequisite. Uh, I can't talk. Prerequisite to be on this, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be a retard? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. You just got your certificate. It's being printed right now on like wax paper. Like my marriage certificate was given me in. Like legit. Our marriage certificate for California was given to us on this piece of wax paper like mm-hmm. you would use for baking cookies with like golds it's retarded they just want you to break or lose it so you have to buy another one that's kind of cool though it's beautiful like but it. it's so impractical it's in our safe it's in, like locked away in a fucking manila folder okay anyway can i have my uh retardation certificate put in a can it be laminated wait didn't you get yours it's from ta- vincent it's- hall it's tattooed. You got. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. You got yours at Vincent Hall, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I have. There's just too many things to talk about and really just complain about. Mostly, uh, this whole Delta thing. 
This whole Delta thing I is hate super Delta spice. Airlines. Let me tell you something about food I mean, service. I was always a Southwest guy, but that's besides the point. I like being beaten off an pl- airplane. That's my personal I thing. I honestly have always Kinky. loved the Alaska Airlines travel lounges. Those are wonderful. Mm. Especially if you're like deploying uh, or coming home from overseas. Man, they'll just give it to you to free for free and it's just, it's pretty nice. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're they're modern looking lounges with so, Wi-Fi. And- so for for clarification, Delta variant for COVID. Mm. No, that's very so. Yeah, sorry, Delta Airlines, because that's what everyone goes to. Is whenever they hear about this, you know, Delta variant, you're kind of fucked. I want to see what the current, I want. I want a Southwest variant. What's the current, <laughs> yeah? What's COVID. the what's the current stock value of uh of Delta after they started naming the Delta variant? Probably nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Close to nothing now. It's like what happened with Corona beer. Yeah, Corona beer. Oh, I'm so sorry. Corona, Corona. Sorry for your loss. Um, yeah, those poor multinational corporations. So, yeah, I know they're struggling. <laughs> they're struggling so hard. You know, the, mom the, and pop the, shops, bah. The, the, the common globalist it's, is just really taking a hit. The struggle, the struggle is severe with the with the mega corporations who mm-hmm. lost maybe a couple million dollars yeah. out of their billions of dollars of revenue. Ooh, so so bad man you can really feel for them as but like my major thing is is this delta variant all right uh we have some statistics and and great facts that we'll go uh into after the break once we uh get to that point but uh i'm more or less wanting to hear your guys's thoughts on the delta variant um and what you know about it so in terms of like covid news for at least the last year i honestly have not been keeping up to date with it mm-hmm but from what I have heard and read, the Delta variant essentially, um, it's more infectious than the than you know the previous yeah. you know vanilla version of SARS COVID nineteen. Right? Yeah. So, um, and then I'd heard a lot about it, like it's possibly more uh, infectious against people who have already been vaccinated fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I heard. But, yeah, um, you're pretty much pretty much right. They've. Uh, the major worries have been that it's uh, the patients who get COVID. There's something called your viral load. No, these viruses are not ejaculating into you, uh, <laughs> listeners. But viral load literally just means how much a virus is shedded off of a infected person, right? So every virus has a viral load. It's just you know how it, it, it equates to how infectious a uh, virus is or not. Uh, but apparently, you know, the Delta variant of COVID um, is, and we'll actually talk about what those differences are between, because there's actual, you know, definitive definitions of mutation, variant, and strain, which we'll get into after the break. But we're kind of laying down the basis of what we think here. Uh, you know what my hot take is? It's not a hot take. Um, Pretty lukewarm. Go about your life. Mm. Um it not only is it being shown that yeah this this is more infectious but at the same time those who are vaccinated it still doesn't pose a very large risk to people it doesn't the covid vaccine does a remarkable job of reducing fatalities in patients even like patients who are at risk say who are you know over the age of 60 and with pre-existing conditions or over the age of 60 in general uh it, it's done a remarkable job of reducing the fatality rates of covid um so you know yeah go about it if you feel concerned wear a mask which you know studies show aren't effective (laughs) you know what else isn't effective if i'm using an umbrella in the rain and then some other sap just wants to ruin everyone's day and not use an umbrella it makes mine less effective that's true 
like so so when the government tells me that they're going to round up people that don't use umbrellas mm-hmm. on sunny clear days in case it's raining that yeah, day in case it rains then like i'm going to be on the sidelines <laughs> of, of, of the steps of the building i'm at cheering them on and clapping as hard as i can until my fingers are bloody nubs because the cops finally caught those madmen. I was talking to, uh, I forget who, I was talking to somebody. I don't think it was Walker. I think it was Ford and somebody else. Okay. Uh, Ford and Molinos at the, uh, at the uh, smoke pit as where most discussions take place. Ford was at work? Yeah, that's a notable thing that Whoa. was more impressive than anything that that's happened crazy. that day. That's crazy. But we, had, uh, we, were, we were starting to talk about uh, COVID and stuff like that um, and how, you know, we had this whole, you know, COVID bullshit come out the vaccines got ushered out really modern miracles of medicine are these these COVID vaccines amazing not not dogging on the vaccines at all but i saw that the major you know major consensus vastly on social media was that these viruses did not undergo the necessary clinical trials yeah yeah sure in like the most strictest of sense but this is the a clinical trial is just having a couple thousand people take the vaccine and observing signs Mm -hmm. right yeah we've had millions and millions and millions and millions of people take this COVID vaccine we kind of have that data right Mm -hmm. what what the major concern is and i completely agree with this and why i'm not too keen on the COVID vaccine is the long-term effects of this vaccine okay the long-term effects whether it be reproductive health Mm -hmm. future complications who knows we don't know yet until we get time like like i just want to point out that um let's just assume maybe this thing is is safer than i would expect like and i'm I'm a big skeptic like let's not parse our mince words here let's just say it is a little safer than i'm willing to believe okay okay if that could be proven that's one thing but we're not talking about just one shot anymore or not even talking about one or two boosters right because you know like the new york post put out like maybe like yesterday Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe like, yeah, just exactly yesterday. Right. That that they're talking about like booster shots every five months, which makes. Uh, so, so here's here's a here's a question. Right. Which so, makes no sense. So, so I'm asking you because, again, I'm not classically trained. Not that that really matters, but like you might actually have the legit answer. Logic tells me that my question is going to be uh, answered in the affirmative. But but just just hear me out. If you have a one in 15th. Or one in, let's say, 150,000th chance, one in 150,000th chance that this vaccine might explode your heart or uh, destroy uh, your genitals or something crazy like that, right? right? Let's say it's... Have have the side effects that... Something that would truly make you not want to get this vaccine. Let's say it's like one in 150,000th chance. Sure. What are the odds then if you take it twice? Or three times, or five. I once, mean, once every couple months. It's, it's sort of less. That's are not, we increasing the odds of bad, bad complications? I mean, is that a yes or no? Ed, no. It's a no. 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 You, just because you are taking something twice does not mean the negative side effects increase statistically. It'll still be the same chance. So the way that I understand, mm. think about okay. it. If you okay. if you take this thing, mm-hmm. you no complications. You take it again, you still have the same odds okay. of not having complications. So okay. the way that I understood it, and I might be wrong because I'm not a doctor, is um, essentially when you when you're taking it, if you get a bad reaction, it's because of something in your genetic code. Yes, that gets a bad reaction. You have a so genetic predisposition for so adverse reaction. Your your genetics probably shouldn't be changing in between COVID doses. So 
mm-hmm. you probably should be fine if you didn't yeah. have any side effects the first time. Oh, okay. beautifully summed up. If you didn't have a adverse reaction to the first one, you're probably not going to have an adverse reaction uh, to the uh, second one. Assuming, of course, there's nothing different in every booster. Correct. Okay. okay. Correct. Um, and this is the other thing about the whole boosters. It's very odd to me um, that we're having boosters. Uh, <laughs> it's very, very, very it's perplexing. All, it's almost like it's not an effective vaccine or something. Well, I mean, from my understanding, it's a mRNA vaccine, yeah. which is not your traditional vaccine. It's really experimental. I mean, so you have... so. What are you going to define as a traditional vaccine? Okay. Uh, the, okay. Incapacitated uh, viral bodies yeah. that are inside the vaccine that your body can assess and your white blood cells can recognize. But the most important part is the T cell, your T cell immunity. T cell is different than your normal immunity. T cell immunity is your memory, is your body's memory. Hmm. So what's being shown is why you might need a booster shot for this COVID vaccine is that the vaccine does not allow for very good T-cell memory, which is long-term immunity. That's why every year, uh, I mean, on top of why every year you have to get a uh, new influenza vaccine, um, aside from the different, you know, mutations, variants, or strains that come out Mm -hmm. with the influenza, um, it could also be the issue of, you know, the vaccine's not developing T-cell immunity, which I'm pretty sure the influenza are traditional i don't think they're mrna Mm -hmm. uh vaccines we can also look that up when we get to the break (laughs) but the scribble 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 scribble. (laughs) but the (laughs) but the larger uh concern is with the the vaccine is since it's a i mean sure maybe that the the reason why it's a Modern Miracle is why it was turned around so quickly is because it was a different type of vaccine. I mean, I'm going to push back on the it was turned around very quickly. Like if you keep looking at like the the statistics from like Iceland or Israel or, you know, um, really small countries that like have really. No, 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 turn around. Turn around. I mean, it's like the the vaccine was developed very quickly. Oh, yeah. It's because it was a different type of uh, my bad vaccine. No, you're all good. Um, uh, Different type of vaccine. But yeah, the the thing, the only reason why I'm thinking that we could possibly need booster shots with this vaccine is because one, big pharma is a greedy bunch of bastards who want as much money as possible, and, let me, let me, and two, just based on the simple fact that your T cell. Let me ask two Im- questions. Let me ask two more questions. Right, yeah. if you were a drug peddler of some kind, you know, mm-hmm. um, I have no idea where this question is going, folks. I have no idea. Are you looking for customers that are sound of mind and of good judgment? Or are you looking for addictive personalities? Another question. I, different question. Okay. If you are a loan shark, right? A really, really shady kind of loan shark. Are you looking for people that can pay you back on time every time? Or are you looking for people to constantly milk every single month, even if it's a little bit? It's just constant income. Which one are you looking for? If you're a bad person. So, I mean, I think it's kind of different because I don't think drug dealer. Well, I mean, this has been on. Hold on, hold on I don't think drug. Hang on. I don't think drug dealers have, you know, government contracts <laughs> with, you know, drug dealers. You I don't mean, think don't tar- don't start even talk about CSI or like the fucking then, CIS. No, 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 no. I'm just going to go on about the CIA uh, bringing cocaine CIA, into thank black you, yeah. No, what I really wanted to point out was that like big pharma, like, you know, in a sense, like, let's say these booster shots, like. Let's say they're not necessary, right? Let's let's say, uh, like, is it that unreasonable to assume it's just a, a vaporware product where it's like it's just there to exist to make money? So here's the thing, like, every single time, you know, the government says, oh, my God, there's a new variant, right? Well, all these people that don't, like, think critically and don't want to think for themselves, which is most people, 
Uh, they're just like, oh my god, I'm so scared of the new variant. I, I, I need to consume another booster shot. And it's like, okay, well, to get a booster shot, the government says you need to be compliant in X, Y, Z things. Um, and then all of a sudden, the the mode of like changing, you know, uh, you know, the state and the mo- and the changing of the culture is like super easy for like the government to do with corporate enforcement, which is not per se illegal, right? Because it's if the if if it's the corporation oppressing you, it's not it's not unconstitutional. So that's somehow. kind of more or less conspiratorial. But like sure, like I said, like sure, the reason absolutely. why you might need a booster shot, or the reason why booster shot. The most the most compelling reason that I can think of that you probably would they chose to make an mRNA one fast development time two you can make more money because you have to give out booster shots. There you go. Sure, we wanted a vaccine quickly, mm-hmm. and but, that's what you get with the mRNA, but, but you real, also need booster but shots. But for real, is my tinfoil that crazy? I mean, I'm as sure there's as, some sort of conspiracy going on somewhere. But I'm just asking, like, as far as, like... Well, I mean, as, you, as look far- at, you look at some... You look at stock movements uh, with Congress people, uh, mm-hmm. Congress mm-hmm. movements. Uh, hey, folks, did you know? I'm pretty sure some of our Congress people, you know, the people that are supposed to be protecting you and, you know, making sure that your life gets better... Um, when they was told that when the government contract came out for Moderna and Pfizer to make the COVID vaccines, uh, Congress people, you know, when they're paid $170,000 a year salary um, for them to sit in a room and bicker and complain about some person's tweets, um, you get, uh, they started investing in Pfizer and Moderna. How spicy is that? I do believe. Before, um, they, before they started going up. That is wild. I do believe also um, I had heard that when COVID first hit and there was a big crash when I bought a lot of oil stocks um, because oil was like they were paying you for it, right? Um, Congress got briefed on what was going to happen and then a bunch of them went out and made uh, like stock uh, investment decisions based on the security briefings that they had gotten about the economy crashing. Super nice, powerful Thanks, Congress. Not only are you going to not help us in a crisis, but you're also going to capitalize on it. They're going to help themselves. Super nice. That's who they're helping. Super nice. Super proud of you. Um, but that was our spiel on uh, on our first part of this podcast. We're gonna, after this break, we are going to dive into some of the more st- interesting statistics pertaining to the uh, to COVID and vaccination rates. Uh, but catch us back in a second. Moderation oh, this time. I'm getting fucked in the ass. Oh, no. He says this as he throws up on the way home. Oh, I just got my booty lit. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's gonna be in the. Uh, that's gonna be in the podcast. That's, in the, that's in the, be super quiet. That's in the final take. That's in the final. Okay. Take. Um. <laughs> hi, welcome back, folks, to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Um, degeneracy. Uh, my favorite type of race. We, what? I can't hear you because you're not talking to the mic. You fuck. Degeneracy. Oh, my favorite type of race. Hmm. Hmm. All right, you can cut that one out. Okay. <laughs> uh, current statistics. Uh, we were talking about uh the Delta variant and all the horseshit uh, involved with that. However, we're going to dive into some statistics here. Okay. Did my, some of my research, uh, which I find to be uh, very, very, very interesting. And why uh, it's sort of proving why uh, China is a piece of shit 
Um, also very not trustworthy. And you'll see why in a second. China is asshole. Uh, so, but first, before we get to that, we're going to dive into a fun fact here. The fun fact is, uh, this is from uh, unitypoint.org, uh, a medical sort of company website bullshit. You ready? All viruses mutate, but just at different rates. Mutation involves replication, and the new copies have differences in DNA. So, mutation is just when they evolve, they have a chance of changing their DNA a little bit, okay? Variants are viruses with a number of mutations, okay? And strains are viruses with variants that end up being classified as having different biological capabilities, okay? And this is a quotation from Dr. Best. The rate of change varies from virus to virus. Some change very fast, such as the influenza virus. That is why we need to get a new flu vaccine every year. SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, has taught us a lot. Current research suggests it changes at a slower rate than influenza. Hmm. That's, so the current, that's the current take uh, from a doctor. But then again... Wait a minute. I thought there so, was consensus again uh, on all doctors on this entire front of this one issue. Are you telling me that's false? It's fake news? It depends on who you ask. So Don't you like that? That Wait. raises a question then of why is it that we would need as many booster shots... Because of the function of the mRNA, it's just vaccine. not as not as good as like it a traditional not, I mean, type vaccine. Assuming that is the real reason. Assuming that's the real reason, uh, mRNA does not provide T cell immunity, as in it does not have a prolonged memory. Uh, in, Th this immunity. is what happens when this is going to be a tangent. I'm sorry. This is what happens when you have software engineers like infecting like every other type of engineer on the planet. You know, including like you know, medical or biological engineers. Like, man, like, shut the fuck up and make our computers work, you retards. Like, stop trying to fuck everyone else's shit up. Shut the fuck up. You're like the, the, the you're the dumbest of the nerds. Like, none of my, like, when was the last time Windows didn't fuck itself when you were using it? I'm not even asking just the audience. I mean, you, like, when was uh, the last time? Like, so actually the last time that I had an a major issue ago. when I did an update was probably a couple years ago. Um, and it was not even that. It was because I updated an NVIDIA driver. So to be fair, with at least the Windows platform, a lot of my issues come from whenever they switch to a new OS. It's yeah. it's always been like, it's always a little bit fucky like at first. Hard, solid, like change and like dramatic change in mm -hmm. operating system. Yeah. But then like the smallest stuff, there's usually like, it's usually like a small security change between yeah. updates. I mean, all most of the updates are security changes. Like nine times out of 10, it's just a security update. Which are important to do, so please update your fucking computers, Grandma. No, I'm not doing it. I dislike that boomers are the reason why I can't get into several of my email accounts because they're all two-factor authenticated to each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's powerful. <laughs> we send a confirmation email to you. This email. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I spent like okay. an hour on a Discord call yelling at my friends over that because so, I just couldn't get into my emails. That's so so that was the fun fact. Uh, let's go and provide some statistics. Uh, this is from uh, the World World Meter World Meter uh, website. Um, so I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna talk, look at the. So we're going off of total cases, okay, per country, okay. Number one in the first slot, right, for most cases is the United States of America with 39,544,606 cases, okay. 
they have a rate of change for new cases at 4,205, okay, with a rate of new deaths a day at 28. Second in place is India at 32.662 million cases, new cases at 13,075 new cases a day. So the United States is at 4,000 and India is at 13,000. India has more deaths by almost a factor of 100 uh, than us. At, at 10, factor of 10. Uh, the, they than, have 200. Than the United States. Yeah, they have oh, okay. uh, 284 projected deaths a day. China, you know, where the whole fucking thing started, to this tracker, to this statistics that they have keep tracked, or what China has reported, China is 107th. They have 94,786 cases. Sounds like they don't have I can a um, hear your social credit score dropping there, Brandon. What do you mean? He just reported the facts. Like, he's getting more no. social credit. They apparently also have 21 new cases a day. Their new deaths, it didn't have a number. Dude, that's really... It wasn't even a negative number? It, was, this, it didn't so, even say so, zero? So just take that. Just take that. Yeah, it didn't even say zero. Didn't so just take that. Okay, just take that knowledge. Now we're going to go over percentage of population fully vaccinated. Are you ready for this? In China? The United States of America, we're at 52.6% of the population is fully, fully vaccinated. (laughs) Fully vaccinated, okay? Mainland China. 100. 105. That percentage percentage statistic was not available. It wasn't given. It, was it wasn't too, calculated. It, it was too high to count. However, <laughs> however, they gave us a number of two, 223 million. Their population is 1.8 billion people. With fat, which, What's the percentage? Which, which goes into a percentage of 8%. So you're oh, telling me, I, China... I, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Hold, on, hold, hold on. your I, fucking horses. Wait. You're telling me, China, that you have a population of 1.8 billion. You eight percent of those people are fully vaccinated, and you only have 94,786 cases. Now, go fuck yourself. No, hold on, hold on. Before your credit score drops to like another five points, oh god, maybe you should just listen to me, okay? So, uh, I'm pretty sure what that really was trying to tell you was that only eight percent haven't taken it. Like they're like they're like rebels, and like they're up in the north. Like the, the the mountain no. ranges and shit. No, they was, haven't. They haven't been interned yet. Like they haven't been ca- captured no, and, and shot it, by it, the police. It was labeled as two hundred twenty three million people are fully I vaccinated. I don't think your Mandarin's all that good. Okay, cool. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is English. So you know, just use Google so Translate. Not only is China <laughs> lying when it first started, but they're lying now. There's no way in no, hell. No, there's no pattern of behavior here. <laughs> We can't prove that. We can't prove anything. Yeah, you knowing things it's isn't horseshit. even possible. It's like, horseshit. How do you even know They're that you know shit. anything? Don't even. Okay. No. Okay. Who was that? Aristotle. No. Fuck it. No, he wasn't a postmodernist. Everything was created last Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck All it. of your memories, yeah. history, uh, everything. America yeah. was Roll a bad. It. America was a bad place until 1944, and then we beat the Nazis. But then we were racist after that. So then we were bad. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we clarified that yeah. before. Okay. <laughs> time, 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 time. Okay. Um. Yeah. So China's a bunch of lying cunts. Uh. Case closed. 
I like how the um the virus is the same name as the lab in Wuhan. I mean, is that a literal? Is that a, is that a literal coincidence, Wuhan or is that because they named it? Yeah, you have the the Wuhan coronavirus lab. Oh, okay. And then you have so the virus that they were studying was well, I mean, what they named so, the so facility this, after. Well, so look at this. We're starting only now starting to acknowledge that China possibly had a play in actually making this virus, and it was. We are only now acknowledging that it came from China. It came from that Wuhan lab. We're only now acknowledging that because Orange Man is out of office. Right. Yeah, but- because I remember um, when it started, especially um, I said something in a platoon group chat and got in trouble almost about it because I said I, I blamed China for the uh, pandemic because mm-hmm. even if it didn't escape from the Wuhan lab, like that was a thing you weren't allowed to say on Facebook until like three months ago. But um, basically, the pandemic started in Wuhan. And while China was effective in containing it, at least in China, to Wuhan, they still allowed flights out to other countries and they lied about whether or not yeah. it can transmit between humans to other humans, right? And so um, there are people who had COVID who were just traveling around the world, going on fucking vacations and shit like that, yeah. like trying to hit all the countries I mean, in the list. So like, I remember the hottest take, what, or yeah, the hottest take, I, I mean, I thought of this before I read it, but it was like, oh, well, let's see, it came from China. It only is deadly to people who are over the age of 60 and have pre-existing conditions. Hmm. Sounds like population control to me. 1.8 billion people are in China. Sounds like free real estate. Except it never happened. You know how rid- Hot take. The virus is fake. Open your eyes, sheeple. You know how ridiculous that is? There's 1.8 billion people in China. That's crazy. They're not even the largest country for like square fucking mile. Nope. It would be very dystopian and like, like Orwellian if this was some kind of like eugenics, which like all the people genetic defects just die off. Dude, it would be even if it that, uh, that was the point of the if that was the program if that wasn't the intent if that if that was literally what you just said it was happening, uh, they would still be retards because it's not working. It's literally not doing its job. If it's that's, either not working or you're one of the worthy who has the right genetic makeup to make it to the next level. Man, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I hate these people. Oh. We're going to go into uh, debate time here. Uh, we're kind of just jaunting right into segment two. <laughs> I don't want to go for another break. Uh, <laughs> so debate time, this is where we have uh, some certain topics. We go and discuss them, how we would solve X, Y, and Z, or what we would do in these situations. And on the docket today, we have, how would you solve the COVID-19 pandemic from day one? Hug it out. You know, you said you were going to say that earlier, and I'm proud you did. Yeah, so if if you look at it from, you know, my my perspective of if, you're only, if your only goal is to get rid of the virus, have it peter out, don't worry about vaccinations, don't worry about, like, potentially making super bugs. Just everyone hug it out. If you're going to get the virus, you're going to get the virus, unfortunately. It's just uh, take one for the team. I'm sorry. Eventually, just like the Black Plague, It'll go away, and then uh, everyone will be immune because everyone's either had it or was genetically predisposed to uh, be immune to it. Okay, yeah. that was that hot take. How honestly, that's, that's honestly more reasonable than what we're doing right now. Okay, um, you know what my thing is? Uh, if you're worried, you have a pre-existing condition, stay the fuck home. Mm-hmm. If you're young, 
able-bodied, you have a healthy immune system, continue your life as normal. I'm not shutting down the economy. I'm not shutting down anything. I'm not jeopardizing personal businesses. Live your life how it is. I'm giving you the personal free choice that if you are, if you feel like you are at risk, stay home. If you get COVID, it is your fault. It's not anybody else's fault but yours. It's not the fault, oh, well, they didn't wear a mask. Okay, I think at most, the only intervention I would have is wear a mask. Just mm. to just to keep, you know, some semblance, because as a government, it has to be shown that you're trying to do something. And one of the best ways of doing that, regardless of the effectiveness, which, by the way, has proven, has been shown that they're not effective at all, is, hey, people, wear a mask. And that is the only intervention I shall place as a government. Continue with your businesses. Continue with amusement parks. Continue with everything. If you, I'm not your parent, what government should not be your parent. It should be, oh, you're at risk? Okay, go ahead, stay home, and that is it. Congrats. We're, we're going to go through it. And then we'll get to a vaccine when we get to it, so that way those people who are at risk, i.e. ages over 60, go and get the vaccine and join the rest of the world. We would not have this giant depression. We would not have to spend trillions and trillions of dollars on stimulus plans and Basically, you know, that's going to catch up. Inflation's going to be a bitch. It's already a bitch. It's already, inflation's already increased by 5%. Horrible. Literally, we, we, government stepped in, was like, I'm your father. I'm your, I'm your mother. Everyone's going to do this and that. We're going to shut down the economy, lose millions and millions of jobs, record unemployment, record government expenditures, and it's all going to come back. Who gets punished? The people. Because we're going to have to pay that back. We're going to pay it back by inflation. And inflation's already here. Inflation's already going crazy. So, yeah, you know what the best intervention is? The least amount of inf- intervention. Hey, folks, I, just I, let you know, this virus has started in, in China. Not even... I, shit, I might, down close, I might close down borders. I would say that the effective role, of, or what government should have done, is immediately shut down um, travel from China yeah. or from other countries in general once I started getting infected. To America, um, in fact, I remember Orange Man had said to do that, and then a um, bunch of Democrats were very salty about that. Called them racists. That yep. go to Chinatown and get dim sum, uh, if I remember correctly. A few months later, they pretended like it didn't happen, and that mm-hmm. they were for the shutdown immediately. I, mean, but. I was. I mean, I'm for the whole like closing borders uh, because. And here's this: if people are stranded, if they're United States citizens and they're stranded out, you know. <laughs> They if if I mean this would have to take cooperation from like you know airlines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey Delta, uh, can you if if the people on board have a United States citizenship, blah 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 blah, let them through, right? Let them come home. Better least, idea, better right? idea, better idea. If we're gonna like try to find these folks and like bring them home, come on. There's there's worse things to to spend Defense Department monies on. Right, like losing a war in Afghanistan, we could have just used that money to like, or we we could just use that money to like send Black Hawk teams to like go and rescue these people, take them to a military airbase, and then wait for a Space A flight to take them home. Yeah, right. Like you can't tell me that the government could not have done that. It would have been expensive, yes, and it would have taken some time, yes, and honestly, there could have been some accidents, yes. But like, we don't need to count on other governments or you know even private interests we could have just done it with the military this brings us to our next question uh what losses are you willing to accept with uh your mitigation strategy for COVID 19 uh 100 percent mine is uh, (laughs) okay so mine is 
those who did not heed my previous advice and went out anyway and got sick. Those are the people I'm willing to lose. Uh, it's self-inflicted. Put out the information. Hey, there's this COVID virus. It's, it's uh, contagious. If you have pre-existing medical conditions, if you have a poor immune disease, if you have pre-existing respiratory issues, stay home. If you don't heed that advice, it's your fucking fault. Sorry. You know what? It's bite funny. The buck- bite the bucket. It, it, bite the, the bullet. This <laughs> the is fucking o- bucket. <laughs> this is only coming up now because of your wallpaper on the left here of, of the spinning globe, right? If, you know, you're not like, you remember what Alex Jones's old you, uh, um, website URL used to be? No. It used to be prisonplanet.com. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a hot one from Alex, right? So it's like and that was years and years and years ago. But like, it's so much funnier and not so funny anymore, right? Because it's like, like you look at New Zealand or Australia, ew, like Jesus Christ, like what is this place turning into? If like, am I am I kind of like losing my mind here? Is that like a a funny way to describe the? I mean, you're definitely the, insane, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, confirmed. Got it. Got 100%. it. One hundred percent. That's why I'm on. Yeah, uh, you it, know, I it mean, ju- it just feels so. It's weird. It's just funny enough to make sense, and people are. I love it. People are saying, you know, I mean, look at Australia right now. You know what's happening in Australia? People with their are, with their handling COVID right now. Yeah, people are salty. <laughs> we're we're a bit pissed off. Uh, no, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening mostly? Uh, for those of you that don't know, listeners and viewers, um, there have massive lockdowns all over the nation. Uh, if you are found outside of your home without a valid reason, you are going to jail and you're getting a fine. That is what life is like in Australia. Oi, mate, where's your dog look? I walk in Lois. Yeah. Where the fuck are you out? In New Zealand, if the government has, um, if, if you get a text message in the middle of the night or in the morning or the midday or whenever, uh, from the government, it's going to be asking two things. One, you, we need a selfie of you indoors, and two, we need geolocation uh, in 15 minutes. And no, if you don't provide that, they will send the authorities to where they think you are. I'm I believe I heard that uh, that's Taiwan incredibly insane. Taiwan did the same thing. They just basically like sealed a bunch of people in their homes, mm. and you had to have location data on your phone, and they would like call you like every couple hours to make sure you were with your phone and not just left like you didn't just leave it at home. Yeah, I I just can't uh I can't stress enough how much we would not be in the situation we are right now and today if we didn't shut down the country, didn't shut down the economy mostly. That's what I'm mostly pissed off of. Is the solution was to lock everyone down. Only okay, one you lock everybody down and two you leave essential businesses open, which was such a vague fucking term that was not actually defined. Okay, grocery stores, got it. Doctor's office, got it. Uh hair salon what? Like, no one knew what the fuck you meant by essential business. Not to mention, why was it that every other grocery store or restaurant could open up, but for, like, small shops? Or, like, you know, like a hardware store, mom-and-pop hardware store couldn't open up, but, you know, AutoZone could. Or Ace Hardware Store could. Yeah, oh, fact- wait, because you're getting money. Why the fuck was Target and Walmart not affected at all? by by this by this pandemic at all oh okay oh yeah so walmart and target all your guys are gonna have to do is require uh masks and just have somebody standing outside with a fucking clicker uh you know 
making sure X amount of people come in and come out. That's it. You're good. Thank you. Oh, oh, you need more money? All right, we'll send you more money as a relief. It's okay. Yeah. No sense. Uh, but that's kind of, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead into a little game 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 segment here, like a little game format here. Uh, you guys see where it says uh, mostly most commonly misquoted movie quotes, mm, right? Mm-hmm. I have the answers here. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna tell you the movie. I'm gonna describe the scene, and you're gonna have to tell me uh, what. You're gonna, no, I am your father. You're gonna tell me exactly what uh, what line it was. Okay. So from Dirty Harry. From 1971. From Dirty Harry, released in 1971. Yeah, because I can read backwards, right? The illiterate person can read backwards. Where the main character was talking to the guy on the ground with a gun, Mm -hmm. right? Do you feel lucky, punk? Okay. Well, do you? Okay, interesting. Well, how do you think that line went? I was waiting for you to finish your question. Yeah, that was it. That's the scene. Oh. So, what, what was the quote? Hey, yeah, he says something about his gun. How many? He's like, yeah, you're thinking how many rounds have I shot? You know? Yeah, right. Are you feeling lucky, punk? Okay. Do you? So the real, so the most commonly misquote I'm is, cringing. "Do you feel lucky, punk?" Okay. Mm-hmm. The real line is, "You've got to ask yourself one question: Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk?" Okay. That's I would line. like to point out I've not seen this movie. Yeah, everyone knows the quote though, right? You don't have to. I have never seen the movie. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, nineteen ninety one. Never okay? saw it. Where Hannibal Lecter greets Clarice. How does he greet her? I've also mm. not seen this yeah, movie. Yeah, me neither. Is it hello, Clarice, or is it good evening, Clarice? Um, I've got a 50-50 chance. I'll go with the opposite of what evening. you said. I know that Hannibal, the okay. character, is supposed to be like extremely eloquent, so I'm going to go with the second one. Okay. Uh, you would be correct. Okay. Uh, it is actually Good Evening Clarice. Uh, it is not Hello Clarice. Uh, most people actually think it's Hello Clarice. From Jaws, 1975, when a character sees the shark and says that they need a, a, a larger what? Boat. What was the line that they said? We're going to need, need a, a bigger, bigger boat. boat. What was that? We're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, that's what everyone thinks it is. Fuck. But it's actually you're going to need a bigger oh, boat. Oh, shut the fuck up. It's the same sentence. Yeah, well, you know, very important. I'm um, just waiting for it to go to uh, episode Star five. Wars. Star yeah. Wars. Star the Wars. The one I know. <laughs> Star Wars, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back from 1980. Uh, what was the quote when Vader talks to Luke? Instead of... Luke, I am your father. It's no, no I, I am, am your father. father. That's right. That is correct. It is no, I am your father. Uh, yeah, so that was a little uh, most commonly misquoted movie quotes. I, do you think that's because of Zerg and Buzz Lightyear from like the second Toy Story movie? No, I don't think so at all. You really don't? I don't think I'm that. I'm so has... glad you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, there was, there, was another, there was another movie quote that was like, that's severely uh, misquoted, but it's, it's for the prime reason of just being too long. To fucking lay out. I mean, I forget that now. So why the fuck did I mention it? Um, <laughs> you know, you're just teasing for new that's, episodes. That's me. You're teasing new episode content. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, go to break here, and then be right back. You're listening to the Quantum Consumer Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Now back to the show with your host Brandon Cox. Okay. <laughs> Please 
keep all of that. I'm keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> At least for the video. Yeah. Uh, so, so welcome silly. back, folks, to the Quantum Consumer Podcast with Nathan Walker and uh, Quiet Boy Garza. I like how I introduced myself with my first name, and now they have both now. Nice. Please dox me. Uh, our next segment, of course, is science questions, but this time the focus is first aid. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, so, uh, what is the most severe type of injury you can solve with a basic first aid kit? Um, what do you count as a basic first aid kit? Because an IFAC and one that you have with the band-aids and the little, right. like... So, uh, so, like, let's talk about the run-of-the-mill it, first be, aid kit that you can purchase at. What, what, uh, are you just saying... Shop. I'm just going to give you a quick answer. Cuts. Yeah. It's cuts? I mean, so, I mean... Cuts, burns, scrapes. It depends on what you're looking at, because you can, you can solve. Okay, so let's let's focus it down into you can only use the things that are inside the first aid kit. So right. I like like I was gonna say splints like broken bones. I was gonna say splint like oh you just go get a stick and that's not a very common problem right. for most people. But so, like the most the most severe type of injury. But like right? a basic household first aid kit for basic the most part, you're going kit. to have a variety of sizes of bandages or yeah. like band aids. And you're going to have probably so a maybe lot, I, I've maybe seen a lot butterfly of them with gauze. stitches, not any, maybe not any, tape. not any gauze that's got like a blood clotting agent on it or anything yeah. like that, but just literal, yeah. just the, the gauze itself. Maybe butterf- so let me even have and hydrocortisone cream so that you have antibiotics. Mm. I see butterfly stitches in some too, so I think maybe a pretty decent laceration, maybe. Yeah, so solve? probably probably a pretty decent laceration. I don't think I've ever owned a very basic like household first aid kit that has uh, sutures in it, but yeah, typically not. You're not gonna have like suture. I would just not, staple it. Honestly. You're not gonna have ligatures or anything like that. Uh, super glue or staples. If if I a super simple and actually have my choices for your super basic run of the mill first aid kit, which I'm gonna talk to about talk about in a second here after we answer some questions. But actually, I'm going to talk about that now. This is what I would recommend for a basic, the bare minimum uh, requirements for a basic first aid kit. Roll of gauze of varying size. Okay. Standard. uh, Wrapping things around around an arm, leg, wound. Uh, Medical tape or or duct tape. Okay, both are acceptable. Medical tape, I think I would choose over duct tape when I'm using it, Mm -hmm. uh, depending on the, you know, thing. Non-adhesive pads for covering a multitude of different root wounds. Uh, you can get these in a bunch of different sizes. Um, basically, it's a really just a non-adhesive absorbent pad that you use. Uh, burns, cuts, anything like that. That should be like your bare minimum. Like we're talking bare minimum here. The most basic thing that you can get your hands on would be non-adhesive pads. So a, if you're placing on a wound, they don't rip off anything when you take them off. Um, scissors, tweezers. Medications such as acetaminophen, ibuprofen, and diphenhydramine, uh, acetaminophen, uh, Tylenol, uh, ibuprofen, ibuprofen, um, and diphenhydramine is your run-of-the-mill uh, antihistamine, so like allergy medication. I would say to add on to it, uh, while it doesn't come in most basic uh, first aid kits, something that I would recommend people carry, especially if it's in you know, like your car first aid kit if you live in an area that requires that or you want to have one anyway because... You want to be prepared. I would say that most people should probably have a tourniquet and know how to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, tourniquets are very nice. You can get a multitude of different types of uh, tourniquets as well. You want to make sure you get a good one. Don't buy like super, mm. super cheap stuff because it will break when you try to use it. You can get a decent tourniquet for maybe six, seven bucks, right? Don't go on Amazon and just, I mean, 
but it's also not something that goes bad. Like if I pay fifty I bucks, if I pay fifty bucks for a tourniquet You'll and it, it stays in my car for five years, it's going to work just as good as the day it would like when I bought it. Uh, yeah. Another thing that you may want to like add to your kit if you don't actually have one in it already um, is a space blanket. You know those those foil type um, mylar. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Th those are not only good for like. I would say I recommend that mostly for like a vehicle. So like if a you're, vehicle. yeah, because yeah. it's very possible that someone goes into shock or has hypothermia. Especially, no, I'm not even thinking about that. But like winter, like but, first aid kit is not only like a yeah. necessarily a medical thing; it's a survival thing. So yeah. like if if I'm caught in a blizzard, I'm gonna hunker down on my vehicle and yeah. bring out that mylar blanket now, now, and then be now, fine. Here's, here's the thing: like I've always had this like philosophy that like uh, I should always have my bug out kit with me, but like. You know, first off, bugging out is, is a bit of a meme, but like it's a it's a good effective way to communicate. Uh, the, what you mean? Yeah, yeah. So I still use the phrase, but um, the thing is, I've always had this philosophy of the bug out kit should be with me as much as possible, most of the time, as much as I can help it. So the thing that I have with me the most is my car keys, which is to say my car is nearby most of the time. So my bug out bag is actually my Jeep. But my Jeep has several different bags with all the kit shared between or inside of the vehicle. And all I'd have to do to, like, get to somewhere that the Jeep can't get to is on foot. If that's a far place, I have my, my rucksack. Yeah. Um, if I need to just stay in an urban setting and just walk a few miles home because of reasons, I run out of gas, whatever, I have my get-home bag. And it's smaller and lighter and better for, for that purpose. Yeah. But almost all of the good kit that I need can go in bulk of course the rucksack carries more but then again i could just carry the rucksack it, it, it just depends like so like when when i'm saying add a space blanket to your first aid kit i'm kind of really I, I what i really mean to say is like maybe you should just invest in like a pretty decent like uh sized kit of good equipment that can keep you safe in a blizzard or right. or an extended stay in your vehicle. I mean, so like, yeah, I we'll go dive into like different scenarios type scenario based first aid kits, uh, mm. which I think is a much more interesting topic it, topic, and we can dive much deeper in that because different environments, like you're basically talking about, will require different types of kit. Yep. Uh, yep. So this basic one is like what you would find in every single one of those kits. You know what I mean? What you should find in every single one of those kits. Um, our next question. Uh, oh, sorry. I didn't finish my, uh, the list. <laughs> so the medications, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, diaphen, hydramine, of course, if you are if you have anaphylactic reactions to anything, EpiPens, EpiPens, any necessary information, uh, medication that you need for your family also have that included in your kit. Uh, non-perishable, I shall add, um, band-aids of varying size, i.e. normal run-of-the-mill band-aids, or as they're like, that's actually the brand name, by the way. Uh, the there's called adhesive. Yeah, adhesive bandages. bandages or brand name is Band-Aid. Yeah, uh, Neosporin or similar ointment or spray to mitigate risks of infection. Okay, um, and of course, band uh, first aid kits are never a solution for medical care. Like you, you will use stuff in your first aid kit, and then you'll take that person to a hospital. Unless you're a Chad. Unless you're a Chad. <laughs> Unless for me. That's for you. Well, because I don't have insurance because I was a poor beaner. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh... Oh, by the way, for uh, those of you who can't see but can hear, uh, Brandon has pulled out a massive first aid kit, like 
Suspicious, yeah, we're suspiciously gonna, large. We're going to talk about that if we get to the questions. Uh, thank you for talking about it, though. I'm very proud of it. Um, this is my, yeah, this is my EMT bag. Um, we'll go and talk about that in a second. Um, uh, let's go and go on to the next question. Would you like to read the next question for me, yeah. Nathan? <clears throat> okay. So the second question is, how do you know a first aid kit isn't enough for a certain injury? So this is definitely more based off of a... This is so vastly situational. It's so... So if I'm looking at something, if I'm saying that you have the basic kit that I just described and somebody is undergoing anaphylactic shock, you do not have what you need to solve that case. You have no you have no power. Honestly, I think there's very few situations where you can't just look at it and know that you can't fix it. I mean, it. if I walk up and they're dead, that's a pretty good indication. It's a good indication, yeah. <laughs> oh, they dead? Sorry, first aid kit not for that. But like Stick if, a if, if, if on you it. see maybe like a small, I don't know, less than a pint's worth of blood on the ground next to somebody and he's still like like very much aware of his pain and or he's still like conscious, yeah, you should be able to tell that you can at least improve his situation with a first aid. Yeah, that's a good point to the point where if they're unresponsive for some reason, there's yeah. a good chance that you don't have either the equipment or the training yeah, to that's, fix what's that, going that on. That isn't to say, however, if you're in a state that will support you uh, on a legal front, you should still at least give an attempt to try to improve the situation because a, a lot of help can help, if that makes any sense. You... Again, I'm not... So this is also another thing that we're not talking about. I mean, so let's say that, I mean, a first aid kit will solve abrasions, minor lacerations, perfectly fine. You do not Sucking need to seek, chest wounds. You, got you, duct tape. You, you do not need to seek medical attention for any of those things. Abrasions, no need to go to hospital. Minor lacerations, don't need to go to hospital. You'll be fine. Um, Hurt feelings. But uh, the mm. phrasing of this question is also important. How do you know a first aid kit isn't enough for a certain injury? So aside from those situation that i just described no first aid kit is going to be enough like a hospital is yeah right your the the major purpose of a first aid kit is as it stated first aid i'm going to like you guys have been saying improve their situation mm -hmm. hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The primary goal really is kind of stabilization if not mitigation mm -hmm. of certain ailments, whether it be massive hemorrhaging, you know, breathing issues, right? I can solve everything. I can solve those two things that I just described with my kit right here. Um, and if you 
I cannot advise enough to you that you should probably build a kit of your own that will solve those uh, issues for you as well. Uh, go ahead and read the third one, Walker, for me. All right. What are some basic first aid skills that everyone should know? That's a that's one of the better questions. CPR, absolutely CPR, and CPR I know it changes. Good. I know it changes every couple of years. Um, I have an opinion on that, but it's not important. Either way, they teach it. Just learn it and then use that. Um, it, ultimately speaking, these changes are really, really uh, unimportant, and um, they're not really rooted in a lot of science really the whole thing is if you learn a way of cpr no commit it to memory um and it will ascent it will help it doesn't matter i if think it's, if it's like and the greatest thing about cpr is you don't need a first aid kit for that so so that's the thing right so like um i remember about eight years ago uh, is, is the, i think it was eight years ago when we were doing um a certification through the red cross they said that, hey, last year, you know, there was nothing in the, we, we weren't telling folks about um, the mouth-to-mouth um, uh, shields. Yeah. They weren't necessary. They were just a luxury. Now we're going to mandate that they are necessary. Because you don't want to catch COVID. Well, <laughs> yeah. But but it was like, that That stuck around for about. No, they definitely Memory surge, that's, that, that, that requirement for like the Red Cross training. That stuff, that that you know, checkbox, you know, pe- we're we're all pencil whippers here. Let's be honest. But like the le- the requirement that the 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 legal team at the Red Cross was basically that that thing lasted for about three years, and then they stopped saying that was necessary, and now nobody remembers that uh, unless they were. We'll unless say they were well, for it. part of it CPR is that... CPR masks will help. Like they help. Eh. It, it can help. They're you get not a better seal, not but necessary. Most but of they it. will help. They do help. Yeah. From what I understood, most of the um, benefit of having one of the masks is that it protects you from because when people mm-hmm. are undergoing CPR, a lot of the time they will throw up, and it's not fun to have that, someone throw up into your mouth. That's yeah, not the that's first a possibility. Time I've heard that, but like, um, it is a possibility. But I mean, when I went through CPR training, that's what I was taught. Okay. So I mean, if if it's not true, I can't tell. I that's can't just how I was trained. The reason they gave, except that I thought it was mostly about you know being it's clean yeah it's it's passing passing germs and shit germs but and shit a lot of the time if you're coming into a cpr situation like you're i know someone i know someone personally who was at like some kind of event and his sister uh actually died mm. and he didn't have time to go and run to uh try to get a first no. aid kit no. so he was sat there doing cpr until the emts arrive yeah and so you don't really have no first aid kits are there to improve your ability to improve the situation assess something and actually help but, it but here's here's a critical thing in the same way, if you, well, I won't go into that story. I'll say this instead. If if you come across someone that you know you can at least give a good college tr- attempt to, like, help, and it would take twice as long for you to run and go get a special piece of kit um, that's not in your kit or your kit is too far away, just try to help right then and there. Yeah, I mean, um, so, like, don't, will be don't, flock, don't flock to necessarily the nearest first aid kit especially of course we're all talking about this but it's so vague we we have to be vague because it's there's so many situational there's so many it, and i'm kind of discovering something now about these microphones what's that like the focal point is right here like four inches away hmm. from the mic so like back here it's pretty decent okay Anywho's, anyway sorry so <laughs> side little wow look so, at that so i wanted to uh say another thing is that um it, it's not 
to answer that question, I what, what are you doing? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Flips mic backwards, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I think if you really wanted to promote to the audience um, the best thing to do, uh, the thing that would like make them the most effective, and the things that would like make them uh, more likely to be able to come across situations that they can control, it's not necessarily the kit that you run. Um, it's also the same thing with, with firearms. It's not the kit that you run. It's the training. It's the training. Yep. It's the skills. Training. Uh, riflemanship is riflemanship is riflemanship. That shit transitions to every other discipline within shooting. All shooting sports, in fact. Now, maybe the minutia changes, of course, you know. But, like, when you're talking about the word follow-through, it only means slightly different things between uh, skeet shooters, archers, and riflemen. Mm-hmm. It... it, it and then, you know, when you talk about handguns to rifles, like, man, that shit gets really, really, like, the differences in the weeds to the point where it almost doesn't matter until you get to high levels of competition or, like, professionalism. So when you talk, so, like, with first aid kits, yeah, good kit is good. Yeah. Good kit I mean, is definitely you good. Kind of, you kind of just answered the last question, which is how can you improve your first aid skills? It's your skills. It's literally... Get, get some training. 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 Training, yeah. train, 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 train. CPR classes are super, super cheap, honestly. Um, uh, at least usually they are. And, you know, training as well as actually doing it. I mean, ideally you get the training first <laughs> and not have to train honestly, actively in a live situation. Honestly, the, mo- the, bo- the simultaneously the, the most expensive and cheapest way to learn first aid kit is to get your kids into a local Boy Scout charter. Mm-hmm. They'll teach them at some point. <laughs> so some point. this is going to be, uh, we'll talk about what we have here, which uh, Walker had mentioned before. Um, so Patreon viewers, congrats. You're going to get the show as it is. Uh, if you are not aware of the Patreon, we have a Patreon. Uh, the Quantum Consumer Podcast is on Patreon. So you can see every video, uh, every podcast, I think, since the last one is recorded. Uh, so you can actually see the the show live uh, and see what we're holding, showing, viewing, anything like that. So I recommend going to the Patreon. Uh, you can choose whatever bracket. Probably going to change the prices. The prices are set to like the bare minimum of what patreon will allow me to uh, set it to uh but the idea is just having extra content out there uh and money be warned if you give him money he's just going to buy a bigger first aid kit also by the way i will also say this um if i'm not outputting the content that i i would like to in a month um i will be pausing the charges that are on patreon so if i'm not outputting the necessary content it will just be paused so that way you don't get charged Uh, i want to output the product and receive it later you know what i mean but anyway we're going to talk about this uh emt bag um when are you going to start making a, a loot box we'll call it a cox box oh, that's Jesus. pretty cool but that <laughs> i want you to say that again but in the mic when are you going to make a subscription box we'll call it cox box when is that happening i'll just send you a a pizza box it's got to have a picture <laughs> it's got to have a picture of a, of a male chicken yeah a cock a cock yeah cock. Cock bock. Cock and ball torture. Um, but yeah, so this is a EMT bag. Uh, this is from Lightning X, not sponsored, by the way. Uh, it's a smallish company that started producing medical equipment for firefighters, EMTs, and stuff like that. Uh, they started in 2000, so kind of a newish company, about 20 years old, 21 years old. Um, but yeah, I like to review this bag. Uh, really cool bag, as you can see. Uh, this is the black version. Uh, they came in. Uh, fluorescent orange and shit like that so there's a multitude of different colors does it come in caucasian <laughs> no does not come in vice um does it come in ocp uh 
Ew. <laughs> I bet it does. Ew. I bet you can find an OCP oh, version. Probably. Or oh, a Digicam. Man. Ooh, ACU. Honest to God, no. Please, don't do this. They do have versions that you can embroider as well with your personal name and shit. Or like, you know, boo-boo bag, whatever you want to embroider on it. Uh, but it has bag. four pouches. Uh, so we have the front pouch, side pouch, right, south pouch, left, and then the center pouch. Um, in my front pouch, I have my basic shit. Um, so we have multiple different sizes of medical tape, as you can see here, um, for obviously securing bandages. Very good uh, at securing your victims. Gauze, wrapping up people. If somebody's the patient's talking too loud, wrap them up. Stuff their mouth. Uh, stuff them up. Make sure to tie a knot in the middle that goes in their mouth. This is in my front pouch because I want it to be really accessible uh, because I don't want them to get away. <laughs> I don't want to chase people. Yeah, of course. Uh, and of course, a roll, the bag, roll of duct tape. Roll of duct tape. Oh, uh, and it's like field strip duct tape. Yep. Uh, Interesting. So actually, that medical kit right there. Why do you need to save space with such a massive fucking bag? He plans what to put his ammo space? in it, too. That's why they do that to duct tape, is to save space. Why don't you just have a normal roll oh, of duct tape? You have a massive bag. So I can store more shit. Doesn't that make yeah, sense? That's crazy. Can, just can, put it inside he, the duct he, tape he roll. You can put his so, gin, whiskey, and yeah, ammo, and the gun all in of the my, same bag. All of my medical equipment. Uh, but that, that blue medical kit down there was actually cannibalized, and I added more shit to this one. Because um, that was my that was actually my car one, but I'm going to have this in my trunk. I can't see it, but I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. It's blue. Um... From the, I got one of these from the kit and one of these from my old previous, but these are trauma shears. Uh, very, very handy, very important. Uh, you would use these to strip off clothing, cut through clothing so you can actually actually get to the wounds. Uh, sorry, we don't care about your clothes, we care about you. Um, yep. One, one pair of tweezers, another pair of tweezers, uh, bobby pins, not bobby pins, uh, what are these called? Safety pins. Yep. Um, we have, these are actual bandage scissors. Uh, they have a sort of uh, rounded front, so you can slide them underneath the bandage itself and cut them away and not have to cut the person. And you Almost, have the bullet remover. Unless they're into that. And then, yes, we have a pair of uh, forceps. He hemostats. Are they not called forceps? No, these are hemostats. Um, I forceps. thought I was smart for what's, a second. What's the, hey, what's the thing with the, um, the green uh, lid? What is that? This? No, no, no. Uh, on the front. It has a nozzle. This, yeah, what is that? Um, yeah, nozzle. Is the this word. is a irrigation syringe. Oh, okay. I just couldn't tell. Yeah, I see. This is the irrigation syringe. Uh, this is a pen light. Uh, simple yeah. function testing for uh, pupil response or for working in the dark. This is one piece of many. We'll talk about this in a second. Uh, this is this should be in my respiration and airway section. In the back here, seeds to put it back where he found it. <sighs> In, the, in, in this pouch, we actually have some uh, quick stop. This is a bleeding control spray. You want to take a look at that. Uh, that is a hemostatic agent spray that you can put on minor cuts, actually, um, and yeah. it aids in the stopping of bleeding. So You can also apply that, that to bandages is, themselves. I was about to ask, is that the yes. same stuff that they put on, on the uh, anti-bleeding gauze tapes? They're probably the same chemical compound. It's it's probably the same. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's probably similar. Okay. Uh, what, what, is it, what is the actual brand name? Curad. No, let me see the chemical name. The chemical name? I'm yeah. looking for it. I don't huh. see a chemical name. Um, here's some very uber simple antiseptic spray um, for obvious reasons. Uh, not only is the wound itself an issue, but also the infection that okay. might have to happen. I found the active ingredients, which are calcium sodium salt of microdispersed oxidized cellulose 
Himdoc active. Uh, that's a that's a trademark or restricted or whatever the R means. Okay. And uh, carbox so cellulose. It's, it's probably the same chemical, but the, the chemicals similar. under it's, the combat gauze undergo by names of quick clot. You know those types of names. But yeah, antiseptic spray, super simple stuff. Obviously, I'm gonna spray this on to a wound before I put a bandaid on it, or a gauze, whatever it needs. Um, in the center pouch, I have ammonia towelettes um, and some tr no, more triple antibiotic cream. Uh, so of course, more stuff to mitigate infections. Um, ammonia so pouch. Make sure they don't get COVID. Ammonia towelettes are actually. Uh, I would use these for um, bug bites, bug stings. Um, and shit like that. Field surgeries. Or if you're unconscious and I want to wake your ass up. Wakey, wakey. This is a uh, glucose pouch. Um, if you, somebody is diabetic or somebody gets hypoglycemic, you give them one of these and it's fast acting. Their blood sugar will increase very rapidly, uh, hopefully to a safe level. Um, but yeah, so this is for helpful for diabetics. Yeah, when we went into uh, training earlier, that's something you should probably look into. Yeah. If that will kill a diabetic person. Sting and bite uh, pads. Uh, also in this pack are some in the back. We have povidone solution uh, for prep area. So uh, antiseptic for skin. Um, uh, yeah, uh, very nice. Uh, th this also active ingredients to this is uh, benzocaine. So we're numbing the sting. And then we have uh, isopropyl alcohol, which is sterilizing it. Uh, we have some ortho... Um, just saline, so like eye wash. So if you get something in your eyes, I'm going to squirt this inside of it because I hate you because you're not careful. Um, these are actually single-use thermometers. Uh, mm. So again, look at these if you want. If you guys want to look at anything. So to prevent to prevent the spread of COVID. Yeah. Everything is about COVID. Everything is COVID. Um, but yeah, if, dies if you guys want to look at something COVID. specific, just let me know and I'll hand it to you. I've, I've seen these before. Yeah, these are I've actually never seen single single clinical use uh, thermometers. Really cool. Um, I've never seen that. So, like, of course, this is a, this is part of your assessment thing when you're going to actually look at somebody, looking for different things if they're hypothermic. I'm gonna because this is a little bit thermometer. more complicated than a basic first aid kit. This yeah, is meant this for is, someone who actually knows what they're doing this to is walk little, up and die. Well, not diagnose yeah, necessarily. This but is to a little bit more. This is a little bit more. Uh, yeah, uh, a little bit more garnered. Uh, this is more than you get in a CLS bag. <laughs> Uh, sad to say, but you know, CLS bag is for gunshot wounds mostly and shit like that. Well, the first amputations, step of, first step of care under fire is not to help the guy, but to return fire. Yep. Yes, yes. Um, this is my saline uh, syringe, um, single use only. So I'm going to use this to irrigate wounds. I want to use copious amounts of saline or clean water to flush out any debris uh, because ultimately I want to mitigate infection. Um, I had one of those when I had my wisdom teeth removed. To squirt, uh, yeah, mouthwash you around. You to, to clean out your pockets. Yep. So that's the front pouch. Uh, the left pouch is my pulmonary, uh, res uh, pulmonary bag or pulmonary pouch. I like the alliteration. So we have uh, these are non-rebreathing masks. So mm. literally put these over the person's face. I have multiples of these. We also have so I have some cannulas, uh, which are those. Uh, little nose holes fucking things that you mm -hmm. but I don't have any oxygen tank so it makes no sense um, this is actually a um, bag valve mask uh, so this is what you do when you're manually breathing for someone uh, you put this over their nose and mouth and you squeeze the bag and you manually breathe for them uh, and you don't stop 
because uh, they will die. Don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> These guys. Oh, this reminds me real quick. Uh, for those of you who have not taken CPR, there are two songs, which is the proper beat. This is 100 beats per minute. One of them is staying alive. Mm-hmm. And the other more uh, based one is another one bites the dust. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Another one bites, bites the, the dust. dust. Right? Another so you're, you're I don't know what it is. So how many beats per second is that for that song? You're not really pushing on every beat. It's like I seen like ha 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 staying alive. Stay, you're not doing it to the words. You're doing it to the beat of the music. Yeah. Okay. So you're not ha 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 ha. Because no. that's too fast. It's too fast. Ha 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 staying alive. Staying. Which I kind of for fuck. those of you who can't see, which he's so, trying to do it properly. Which but. is so fucking hilarious to me that the song "Staying Alive," which is so funny to me. Uh, but these, I will give you a high five if you can tell me what the fuck these are. Is that to open a uh, airway a little bit? Like, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a Berman airway. Do you have a nasopharyngeal airway? This how, is how does it this work? is the oral equivalent of an NPA. Okay. I don't okay, know, but I don't it's not as uncomfortable, is. and I feel like if I'm going out of my way to help them, I at least have Am to I cause that discomfort so, by shoving something. So down So how you apply this is, I'm going to size you. Look at this one for an infant. Isn't that sad? Um, <laughs> infant or very small person. So this is uh, dwarves. Berman airway. So we're going to size it by mm-hmm. holding it to the mouth, mm-hmm. to the end of the jaw. Okay, so this is size for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to insert into the mouth like mm-hmm. this. You're going to touch this back, the soft palate. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to rotate downwards. How do they stop from throwing up when you get, do this? You're unconscious. Yeah, but it's... Ideally. You don't have to be conscious to throw up. Oops. Sorry. You keep going, and, and you, you rotate it. You rotate it, and then this is supposed to be... These flanges are supposed to be touching your teeth or lips. Okay. Um, and that's properly seated. Uh, this is literally just to... This goes into your uh, your your larynx. Uh, so it just forces your throat open. It kind of yeah. These your the air will pass by in these slots. Yeah. Um, so rather important, um, and that is my pulmonary, uh, an airway bag or airway pouch. Kind of good ASMR here. Pack this shit away. Um, in the right pouch. You just have to get out your ASMR voice. And I have some of my, some of my uh, tools. Mm. So my so you can play doctor at home. Yeah. And then I have my... Um, yeah, exactly. My blood pressure. <laughs> That's all Cox uses it for. <laughs> this is a His blood pressure like, cuff. Why did you even buy it? Oh, okay. <laughs> just Good for purchase, play. honey. Good purchase. This is my... Oh, your heart rate's increasing. <laughs> uh, this is my uh, blood pressure cuff. So for... Oh, my, honey. That looks very painful. Let me help you with that. Doing blood pressure readings. Let's see what else is in here. You were about to say something. I saw you say it, almost say something. Say it. Yes? No, yes. I'm good. <laughs> Please say it. <laughs> Delinquents. I was about to say that's why he has so much tape. <laughs> this is to cover the, his nipples. so. This is where the most of the <laughs> shit is. This is the center pouch. Um, ah, yes, yes. So all of your band aids. So all bandages, them. stuff like that. I have color coded pouches here that I can remove for different things. Blue is my medication pouch. So I have some basic Tylenol um, and some uh, dihydramine. Uh, or just allergy medication. Um, and there's also some in here for, um, I think, motion sickness or like diarrhea treating and stuff like that. What's yellow is my gauze rolls, mm. stuff like that. Uh, this is what I use for like fractures, securing stuff. Or, uh, you got or, any splints in there? I do. 
Okay. Oh, so it's the, the, the formable ones. Got a nice. formable splint here. Very important. Uh, this is also kind of like the bone compartment right here. Bone, bone thing. Bone compartment. So <laughs> ah, said bone. I have a pair of a little little gauze wrap here. Um, this is actually also a chest seal. So I actually okay. got a chest seal. Oh, nice. One, one vented chest seal. For vented. bullet wounds. Vented, actually. So Those are what tampons are for, silly. Uh, just, yeah, let me you, show. Hey, do you have tampons? Oh, what, you got a sucking hey, no, chest no, wound? Hold on. Yeah, no. you have a sucking chest wound? I have just the thing for that. No, no bullshit. Do you have tampons in this No, bag? I do not. Because you need to add those. Those are very important. It's just gauze. They will expand um, when you stick them into a cavity, and then they get soaked up. Yeah. Oh, don't put a tampon in me. Shut the fuck up. It's a f it'll, it'll provide pressure from the you, inside of the wound. Your fucking homies just, like, dumped your fucking body with, like, fucking 40 millimeter lead. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You can handle a tampon. If you Pair get hit with a 40 millimeter cannon, you might have bigger problems. You, know what you knew what I meant. Bigger problems, i.e. a bigger hole. Gloves. Um, You're povidone, gonna need a bigger hole. <laughs> uh, povidone solution. So, for, like, prep work, uh, whatever reason, I have it. Also, I can use this, actually, to sterilize water. Um, if need be. Then you get rid of all of your, your emergency blanket that you were talking about. So mylar ah, emergency blanket. Yeah. Uh, for treating. shock victims, hypothermia victims, hypothermia, or to stay warm in general. More, more gloves, and a rapid tourniquet. But how good is it? Will so, it cut off the blood flow to my leg? Yes. Will it? Yes. It looks kind of kinky, but yeah. Yes, this is this is garnered for like uh one lightweight compact um. But it is. It's funny how it looks like a pistachio's bag. It is as effect. It does, doesn't it? Like I should be snacking <laughs> like, out of and, it. And here, let me show you the, from this angle. See, like one see, day he's look, going to need look, a tourniquet. See, he's going to go to the. Yeah, pocket. definitely. See with the QR code. Yeah. It definitely looks like a, a packaged, like like you know, pistachio colored but product. He's going to go into his first aid kit, find a pistachio bag instead of the tourniquet. Instead of the tourniquet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. Not, I'm not going to lie. This one looks a little suspect because it's not our usual tourniquet well look i've seen like maybe five different styles of tourniquet and that's not one of them also that's like well congratulations now you've seen six i know but i don't like that one because it's like right i mean so like you should you should be comfortable with any tourniquet. of course like if we're I'm, going to have to try to use it and so, to cut off the circulation of my leg and the situations that i'm in and the situation that i work in right we're not going to Sorry, honey. I'm not gonna need the that. Tourniquet stays on during. You know sex. this. The reason you know, <laughs> you know the reason why I got this is because most of the injuries that happen in Garrison, I don't need a fucking tourniquet for. Yeah, that's why I got so, this. So because we use fake armor at the range, someone gets shot. Yeah. Yo, uh, let's talk about fake level oval two iPads and three plates. Placer. This is my burn. This is my burn pouch. Uh, so, so we if have. Someone gets hit with a sick burn. You're there. Burn dressings. The burn relief gel is very good. Burn dressing. That's something that um, I think should so, be in most. You have yeah, a hurt feelings report tucked in there somewhere? Oh, there's also a burn um, burn spray, actually, as well. That's nice. Um, very awesome. So lidocaine. Literally, just it's lidocaine. <laughs> it's lidocaine. Could you... Uh, it's just numbing shit. Somehow extract the cocaine part of lidocaine out of there. Dude. That's a definite science question for next episode. <sighs> <laughs> sigh um abdominal pads um for large um abdominal pads are not really only for abdominal they're usually for because abdominal wounds typically leak a lot and that's what these are for they're like hyper absorbent that looks like just a generic brand female sanitation pad yeah yeah so you could probably get away with with a with using maxi those. pad yeah, yeah. 
Um, we have some non-adhesive bandages, as, as I just I was as I was just talking about, um, with you know, with that, and it also came with the most hilarious T triple C card, which is essentially what it is. Yeah, it's adorable. I love it. Um, and then we also have what is equivalently a uh, butterfly uh, stitches or wound closure strips. You should get a staple gun, which are pretty nice. Mm. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you making a fucking cabinet? <laughs> a staple gun or super glue? Uh, yeah, I mean, either are good. Uh, don't get the super glue inside the wound because that would be less than ideal. No, it's perfect. It'll stop the bleeding very um, quickly. We also have these. What are those? Little capsule things. Uh, what are those? These are benzoin tinctures. Okay, what is that? Um, is that like the sterile and fluid stuff? And why is there li red liquid in there? So, so That's look at it. So you, so in order to activate it, you'd remove it from the sleeve, and it, there's a little annula. Is that what it's called, right? You don't have to be fancy. Just what continue. It's a capsule. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a glow stick. So you basically flip it inside out. Uh -huh. You you have the the sort of gauze part on the outside, uh -huh. and when you break the tube, the benzoin will go into the sponge, and you're basically using it to put on top. Okay. I'm. And what's it for? 90% sure it's for uh, it's to bug keep... stings. For what? Bug stings. Oh, okay. I thought it was like the stuff that they use in surgeries. They have like that orange liquid that they no, goes on No, that's iodine. That's the povidine oh, okay. uh, solution that's fine. that I I'm had. dumb. Yeah, you, you saw it. It was that pouch shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. It's that brown shit that you use. Uh, and yeah, that's... Uh, Wow. That's the first aid kit. Um, most of this shit um, came with it. I got that syringe from that kit, oh, and it's just covered. It's so covered in PT belt. Dude, not only that, but you have so much room for like morale patches and, and other do. cringe. I items. do. I do. Dude, I would um, at least put the unit patch in every, like all your name and everything. I. <laughs> I do. Garza, I do. The only also... thing Garza says on the podcast is Jesus, no. And it's, to the, it's putting the fucking patch on the. <laughs> I do also um, have a shit. So I got four containers of 500 milliliters each. So I have like I have like two liters of saline coming in too, and that'll also be in the bag. Oh my god! What if you put? What happens? What, what if you put the patch of a unit we're not on, or you've never been to? On Sergeant some Major, Sergeant right? Major would have an annual. Sergeant, Sergeant Major would be like, "Were you there? Were you with those people?" He'd be like, "No, it's just the unit I wish I was at." <laughs> you just put, put the special forces group. <laughs> were you with them? No, I just wish I worked for them. Uh, do you guys want to talk about any more first aid stuff? Any questions and shit? Not pretty much first aid out. Yeah. Um. The only thing is, uh, I'm gonna stress again. Have a tourniquet. Definitely, yeah, have a definitely get into have a tourniquet it. that you're familiar with using Here's as well. Another thing, right? Don't just grab a tourniquet and never use it. Know yourself, know your equipment. Yeah. Uh, back to that one recommendation I made, I would absolutely stress, um, and to be a little more serious, um, not only does like the scouting program have a lot of good opportunities for like getting your kids um, really, really like up to speed on this stuff, but like um, to be honest, uh, get your older kids. So like we're talking like 17 to 21. Get them into like um, a venturing program through BSA because uh, certain crews have, um, well, all crews are allowed to like uh, be a lot more hyper specific in their interests. So like there's like shooting sports crews, mm -hmm. there's rock climbing adventure crews, but uh, there is a shit ton in North America that are solely devoted to e EMS work. And a lot of local fire stations 
actually um, keep the um, the phone number of their local uh, BSA councils on like their Rolodexes because they're like, hey, we need some extra like volunteers for an event, or hey, uh, this this natural catastrophe is really fucking with us. We can get some extra volunteers from the council, right? And then boom. Like, you're right there doing real work for your community, and you're using the skills that you train with almost every other week. So, definitely, I, definitely worth exploring can, if this can, interests you or your kids. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, and if you are a service member, um, as, so sorry. as I am, <laughs> and you are trained with CLS, or if you happen to be a medic, if you're a medic, you obviously know more than a CLS person would do. Um, but if you are CLS certified or want to be, take the class... And then get more knowledge. Get more knowledge on the subject. Because CLS only teaches you so much. I.e. how to close a gunshot wound, how to do a you know, sucking chest wound. But it doesn't teach you what you're most likely to encounter. Burns, minor lacerations. Of course, you can apply the same skills. but And it doesn't teach you about allergic reactions. It doesn't teach you about how to treat X, Y, and Z. So the least that you can do is gain more knowledge on don't worry I, I will make sure to get shot at the next range so that your training is useful um i like doing nothing at ranges <laughs> so if you could not that'd be great uh, i do want to go back to um what uh nathan was talking about with the uh like getting involved with your community to do first aid stuff there's a couple good um volunteer organizations that a lot of people can get into whether or not you are so the first one's going to be whether or not you're an adult or a child of the age of 12 or older um, and it is the Civil Air Patrol. Uh, wow. Apart from being a good way, if your child is interested in aviation, to get um, free orientation rides paid for by the Air Force. Um, they also have uh, search and rescue teams. Uh, they do a lot of things where you will learn about medical stuff. And you will be, uh, if you're on one of the, the ground teams, uh, when you get the certification, you'll be called out to go and actually do stuff. Like the mic is picking up perfectly, so I'm gonna start sending back like this. So, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm just projecting my voice, Brandon. So then the other one well, is a lot of more voice, a lot of police departments will I'm have something. I'm just projecting my voice. I'm six foot two, and I'm a, I have a large schlong. <laughs> so uh, by default, so it's not impressive. <laughs> so uh, basically, what I was trying to get into was uh, police explorers. Uh, so a lot of police departments will have a police explorer program. Also part of the and, BSA program. Um, is it? I don't know if it's part of the BSA oh, no, program. I'm sorry, that, was, that it used to be. Yeah, so, Shut the fuck up, Nathan. So, um, as far as I'm aware, it's not part of the BSA program, but they have, um, they will learn a lot about first aid stuff, uh, like emergency responder stuff, because the police are, you know, first responders. And um, they'll get to um, go on ride-alongs and stuff like that. So if that's something that you or your kids are interested in, you can, as an adult, join Civil Air Patrol. I don't think you can do that as uh, police explorers unless you're a police officer, and then probably can. Um, but those are also those are good places probably for a child to receive yeah. first aid training. Look around, look in your community. Look into your community. I'm sure if you go to like a a police department's uh, website, you could there usually have like a community page where they have. You know, events that, and this stuff. Bring, this is, brings up a good point: is that if you person, if you have kids and you want to get first aid trained, uh, you know what would be really great, like you and kid, like bonding time, like shit, is get your kid trained on all this stuff, and then have your kid train you. Wow, like having like, do you know how much like confidence that would give a kid like to 
teach his mom or dad, like, or both of them, like, hey, this is all the stuff I learned, and it's, like, really technical yeah. and challenging stuff, and it's, like, kind of kind of stressful, and it's, like, teach us. Boom. Have your kid be your resource. Like, that's... Yeah, I mean, just like, like, you know... It's also just one of those things, like, uh, it's just kind of important. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> such a great thing to have. Small amount of importance, yeah. And, like, also being able to help somebody like that, uh, it's kind of invaluable, in my opinion. Um... And I never was interested in the medical field until I had to do shit in the medical field. And I tell you what, uh, it kind of changes your uh, mind <laughs> about what's important. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and close out this segment. We're going to go come back for segment three, where we're starting to get into the meat and potatoes uh, here. <laughs> this is oh, the boy. controversial topic. Oh, yes, no. uh, folks. So we'll be right back. I'm going to yell about China break. again. Okay, welcome back to the Quantum Consumer Podcast for segment three um, and the after show, which we're just going to run through. Um, <sighs> Afghanistan. Our generation's Vietnam. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure by the time this podcast is out, everyone should know about the news about Afghanistan. It's been a, quite a few things, but we're going to talk about it regardless because... Um, a bunch of Marines and a Navy corpsman died. Thir- 12, 12 Marines and one Navy corpsman. Yep, one Navy corpsman. Um, died uh, in a Kabul airport attack from ISIS-K, which is a subsect of ISIS. Or so the intelligence community or says. Or so they think. They thought um, that the best way to get publicity would be to attack the airport while we're trying to leave. Yeah, makes you wonder, like, what the fuck is actually, like, what, you know, because you know it can't be the Taliban, because they won. Why would they make it worse? So... <laughs> Amazing. I will not be saying his name, but my friend is in Kabul Airport, uh, as most of you all know. Um, I didn't actually. Uh, yeah, it's been in the group chat, but you've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's actually in Kabul. Okay. Uh, uh, he's National Guard. Oh. So yeah. Hopefully, he has to suck. Weekend warrior but training no, is been, enough to keep him alive. I've been trying to keep him, keep uh, and keep up. You know, talking to him. Does this count as him. a deployment? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Talking to him. <laughs> That's what they're all asking. They're like, dude, like 13 of our bros just died. This counts, right? I've been uh, keeping up with him, talking to him. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of fucked up shit going on over there. Mm-hmm. Um, from where they're at, they can see the Taliban just beating women's face in with AK 47s. Um, with that bomb attack, they killed children. The parallels um, that go back to uh, the North Vietnamese uh, breaking their ceasefire and overrunning South Vietnam are they're they're hard to miss here. In fact, to that to that end, uh, there are some C forty five C knights uh, airframes that were um, around and flying during Vietnam and in Southeast Asia that are still currently being used by the Marine Corps. The one that was in that recent picture, I believe, had. I think it was reported as they disabled it and left it on the tarmac. Yeah. Um, and well, okay. So like if there, if there was a picture of a sea knight in Afghanistan, it's probably not the same bird as the one of the sea knight that's actually yeah, in, in, you, near Saigon. It's a very similar. It's, it's the same airframe. It's the, or sorry, it's the same model airframe. Yeah. So the sea knight that yeah. was used to evacuate people off of, or out of the uh, embassy in Afghanistan, um, it's obviously not the same one, but it's a very similar picture to the evacuation of the mm-hmm. embassy in Saigon. Yep. It's amazing. It's amazing watching it. And then honestly, it's, I think it's, uh, you know, like 
notwithstanding all of our colleagues over there um, and, you know, the, the tragic waste of 20 years worth of time, treasure and blood, which we'll never get back and could never get back. There is a silver lining here in that the same government that couldn't stop a bunch of goat herders and sandals and Victorian rifles, right, in a 20-year conflict, they had 20 years to, to defeat them. Mm-hmm. That same government who's also very interested in stopping you from enjoying your liberties and freedoms, uh, they have to contend with the fact that you're better armed and more motivated, to be honest. I mean, uh, this is kind of a so, so, separate thing because, you know, we, we killed Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. We, uh, we, but they're bringing hearts, back. But it's hearts of Al-Qaeda. Right. They're coming back. And that's the issue with Afghanistan um, is no matter what we do, there will always be dissent for America. There will always be terrorism coming well, from that there's land. Definitely a way to remove that, but it's not like we're not willing, well, and no, for very good reasons. For very no, good reasons, I'm not. I'm not advocating for no, like no, genocide no, or anything. No liberal democracy will ever be able to defeat an organization like the Taliban. It's um, not. I fucking saw. Possible. I drew, uh, which was kind of aggravating and just kind <clears throat> of, especially for us um, and for our friends overseas right now. Um, not to mention like just your fellow American citizen. They had a Venn diagram. One side was conservative Christians and the Taliban. And the only differences was a name and everything was in the middle where they want to subjugate, you know, you know, LGBTQ rights, whatever they want to subjugate women. They want to do all this shit. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, if we want to narrow down a specific group of Christians, Okay, sure. You know what? But no, you're also missing no. all the differences no, as no, no, far no. as like, you know, actually beating women's face in, um, <laughs> pouring acid on their face, uh, raping and murdering them, uh, killing entire families. Um, let's see. The list goes on. You know what? Oh, oh, taking a country by force. Hey, you want to know what's also different between those two groups? It's like how? No, it's no, no, it, no. You wanna it know? was aggravating because it was so fucking tone deaf and so ignorant it, to everything else that those... Hey, those groups talks, of people are talks. You want to know what the main difference between the Taliban and most Christians are? They don't fucking kill people. Uh, better. The Taliban actually runs the country they're living in. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Biggest difference. Yeah. So I think maybe back more on topic talking about Afghanistan and history. <laughs> yeah. and everything. Sorry. We kind of went off on it a was, tangent it was there. Taliban, Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so right now, yeah, as, as uh, Brandon or Cox had said, um, they are beating women's faces in and they're essentially installing their version of um, what used to be, what was it called? The uh, Sharia law. Islamic well, emirate or caliphate yeah, or something so of Afghanistan. The, so, so, the, so the democratic Islamic uh, blah, 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 Republic, whatever they were calling themselves yeah, is, is no the, more. It is now called uh, the... Um, Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Which is what it was before we invaded in 2001, yep. I believe. And to that end, uh, the passport stamps that they were issuing at the time pre-invasion, <laughs> those are back in circulation now. They have kept a steady... I mean, I don't know who is uh, getting a, they, they have... a Taliban passport. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, like, get this. The, the chain of custody has been so solid that through a 20-year war, they've brought their fucking stamps for passports back. I uh, if, whatever, if, whatever if, happened to not negotiating with terrorists uh, when we started losing? Well, we weren't we, willing we to. We weren't losing. 
we weren't willing we to were. go through like a British You're colonial right. era version of we how to fight an define, insurgency. Define winning or success in this endeavor. Well, success, so we started, we success, started winning. Success so, would have been a hyper gay and super cosmopolitan Afghanistan through 60% oh, you're talking of about nation building. Yeah. So, yeah, that would have been success. The original the original invasion of Afghanistan was after the Twin Towers, which, you know, yeah. meme answer is Bush did 9/11 or, you know, the conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. But uh, following the official account of events and everything, um we believed that Osama bin Laden was hiding in Afghanistan and a significant part of al-Qaeda was using Afghanistan as a friendly base because there was there was pretty much a civil war already going on, I believe, between the Northern Alliance and the Taliban for, uh, for control of Afghanistan. Yeah. This is after the uh, Soviet pullout and, mm-hmm. you know, the Mujahideen and CIA giving them It was a continuation of that so war. It, it was a, very much a continuation of that war. It was a struggle for power, much in the same way if you look at, like, China in the, in the uh, early 30s. Um, so you have different warlords running around doing their own things. But right. uh, essentially, the initial invasion of afghanistan was because we didn't or the official reason is that we didn't want al-qaeda to be able to use it as a base for further terror attacks and in terms of like doing that like the taliban basically couldn't show their face for the longest time and we did not necessarily have the run of the entire country especially the mountains but it wasn't a usable like strategic base Mm -hmm. for uh terror attacks to be launched against the United States. Oh, now we just gave it up. <laughs> but the issue is that we did try to build a nation and we aren't able to, for very good reasons, do things like the British might have done in Africa or the Belgians might have done in Africa to suppress popular insurgencies. And so that w- the Taliban were always going to be able to live Come with back. the tribe, yeah. the tribesmen in, you know, yeah. in the mountains. They were the tribesmen in the mountains. You know, it, it is the population. They're one and the same. A lot of people don't understand that because yeah, they're not on Twitter following uh, Taliban blue checkmarked people on Twitter, the verified folks. It's isn't that insane that isn't Donald that, Trump has banned, but isn't the that Taliban, well? it is, the but, Taliban can But a lot tweet. of people don't understand that like the new Taliban that exists now, the one that just won this war, they're a little older and younger than us, right? They're our age bracket. Mm-hmm. So It's because all of the ones who were older are dead. dead. Yeah, yeah. And the newer ones are far more pragmatic and far more craftier. The median age in... Afghanistan is 18 years old. That's a lot of shit posters. Not going to lie, dude. The average person, I mean, meaning really the average person does not know what it was like to live life under Taliban rule or anything other than American occupation. And now they're terrified and now they're starting to see. And it's literally because of one man's decision. We lost when we when they made that decision. We weren't losing before we we lost when we made that decision. I disagree. The last person to die from a conflict in Afghanistan for United States troops was in February of 2020. I mean, can I be like ruthlessly honest? Sure. Uh, That's what this podcast is about. Is it not? Cause like, I really disagree with that. We, we okay. were never, ever, ever. We can okay. solve this in the uh, combatives tournament. Afterwards. Right. We were, we were, and we, our goal was to, we went there because of the attacks on Let me 9/11. explain this to you. We were never not that place was never not cool. going to be a launch pad for quote unquote terrorist activity uh, with I us disagree. not being there. Right. With us not being there, then 
that's going to come back. Yeah. Now, the difference is, can you keep the border secure? And are those attacks going to be successful? Right. That you can do because we'll always have a security apparatus at home unless we're retarded. But like, you know, that's up in the air. Right. And that's why I was successful. What I want to. That's why I was successful. Who gives a fuck about nation building? If we're fighting them at, at their home then they don't need to travel to the United States and blow up the Twin Towers. Tracking. But like what, I, what I'm what i trying to say is there was no situation that this government ever could have done to like make that a permanent no-go zone for like terrorist activity. Oh, there is. Right. It's just not something that you can actually do. It's not do, something this government the modern is world. willing to do. Okay, right. And that's not the intent is to remove the ability of the Taliban from attacking the United States. Or the Taliban. Sure, they could set up. They they were living there. You know what? But they didn't have complete reign over the country. About this the wrong way. Maybe in a roundabout, wrong answer kind of sense. Maybe that objective was achieved because now that the Taliban has to be, it has to assume the trappings of government, and it has to. Oh, this is what it was like in two thousand one. Though they were literally the government or a government there. But they also didn't. They didn't think an invasion was going to happen. And now that these guys know an invasion could happen again. There's potential, perhaps, maybe, wrong answer, wrong reasons, that this might have actually stopped. Politically wise, it was a horseshit move on America's part. Our, our, you know, nation, national relations, international relations with people are going to be absolutely fucking terrible after this. No one's going to want to do business with us. They're going to be so timid about doing any kind of military project. It's going to be have, it's going to have an echoing, long lasting effect on america's future endeavors you know, maybe not maybe they could open up like some uh, diplomatic uh 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 what do you call that um envoys to like lockheed martin to ask for some f-16s to complement their their striker and humvee fleets you never know anything's possible sure <laughs> we'll just make them the, a client um, we literally could just like compel them to become a client state of our defense apparatus and then boom We've won the war again. More likely, they'll become a client state of China. Hmm. Well, I mean, so so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I heard I heard a lot of people complaining or civilians rather uh, ranting and raving that oh we left all that shit to the Taliban. Okay, the Taliban don't want that. They don't want their shit. They no, want I money. Mean, so to to no. be fair, they want money. To be fair, let me let me. So there's a difference now between because uh, remember that Afghanistan was a nation in a civil war before we invaded. And likely could be again with Northern Alliance like resurging because it it's still largely a tribal society, so the Taliban might not have might not be able to have like fully monolithic control of the country, even no. though they overthrew the uh, Republic of Afghanistan or whatever they were calling themselves. But now that if you there's a difference between pulling up in a Hilux with a couple AKs and pulling up in an up armored Humvee with yeah. a Mark 19. Okay, right to suppress whatever and, and, and local. You didn't let me finish there. first. Okay. <laughs> Sure, Humvees, ground vehicles, difference. Aircraft, they they can't do shit with the aircraft. They can fly around. They're not going to be able not to maintain true. them. Not true. Listen to this, not though. Not true. The concern of mine is not that they have that shit, but who they're going to give it to after. China, sure. Russia. They're, I'm pretty they sure can China do, doesn't need Humvees. They can do... No, and they're they're aircraft, our Blackhawks. Our aircraft. <laughs> They've had uh, reverse-engineered Blackhawks since the 80s because Sikorsky was able to uh, sell them, now, so that's now, not an issue Now, here's something either. to really consider. Right, they can reverse-engineer and build, realize, build the airframe, you, but you, the more sophisticated... Well, they've had on one since, since the 80s. So, right. So here's something... Technology has changed since then, have you, as far as radar Have you technology. heard the, mor- the moratorium that the Taliban has put out on executing government officials? They're no longer um, per- permitting that. 
So their their foot soldiers and their their religious zealot you know followers are no longer um, allowed to just wantonly execute um, essentially the enemy at this point. They're saying, hey, hold off on government officials because they understand as they assume the role of the government, they're going to want all that expertise. So like people like pilots, yeah. They're not going to be outright executed unless there's a good reason, as in like they will never fly for the Taliban. They sure. will never like stuff like that. But so like train them. So not even that. Just come work for us again. Like a lot of people mm. don't understand that when civil wars end in a victory for one side, you don't execute everybody. Those are still tax paying citizens, essentially. Right? Assets. To the, right. You yeah. don't. In a civil war, the best kind of civil war is the one that doesn't destroy your infrastructure. You also don't have to build re-education camps if everyone who thinks wrong is dead. That's true, but it's also just easier to buy people over, right? Everyone has a price, right? And, and sometimes the, that price the, is with just the ta- with the Taliban. It's just to be, hey, we won't kill you. Yeah, that sometimes that we price won't, we some, won't kill you and your family. Sometimes that price Possibly. is just staying alive. Sometimes that price is, hey, do you want to keep your old job? Okay, nothing happened. You just work for us now. Yeah, like let's be honest. Like if we had a civil war today, and like a extremely hostile uh, to American way of life kind of, you know, situation happened and they were in charge and they came to you and said, Hey, we understand you have two more years in your contract, but like, we're not going to hold it against you. We understand, you know, you, you were X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. You want to keep your job and then, you know, not be executed and we'll just call it good in two years. Like you just finish your service. Cause like, we still need your expertise. Would you be at all like very interested in just giving them the middle finger? No, you have a family to think about. No, yeah. So, I mean, at the same time, like, what is that single action going to do in the ultimate change of the and grand that's scheme? that's what most of these these Afghan pilots yeah. are going to be running into is like, hey, you know what? To be honest, this isn't a bad bad gig at all. Right. That but, and but we also, most of the Afghan army folded on purpose because well, they were in be, league so with the sure, Taliban. You can put a moratorium on killing Afghan governmental figures, but there's no, there obviously is not any moratorium on killing previous american contractors i.e afghan hell pilots no. Uh, hell no we america was servicing all of their air force mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they pulled uh, out. i actually had been able to talk to uh they can't one do of the shit main, now one of the crew chiefs who was part of that program uh on my flight over to germany the first time on the rotator uh i surprised him by knowing what a super Tucano is <laughs> and um you said that basically they were training a bunch of Afghanistan pilots and maintainers to go and uh, fly these. Uh, I think they're Brazilian mm-hmm. in make. So it's uh, the A-29 Super Tucano. Um, one of those actually recently got shot down over Uzbekistan. Whoa. Really? Yeah, they was trying to flee from uh, Afghanistan into Uzbekistan and Uzbekistan shot it down. That's wild. Oh, but, um, Walker here showing me some wild videos of the Armenian and... Uh... Dude, that drone footage is no fucking yeah. That shit uh, is the wild. recent the recent uh, we're gonna watch them after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the recent conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan with drones and shit's wild. Yeah, uh, I had a point. Sorry, <laughs> the maintainer you met in Germany on the way to Germany. Um, yeah, so all of the the translators and a lot of the pilots have actually, I think, been targeted um, because. Uh, it, it's kind of similar, not fully similar, and it's in a way to, like when Iran went from their republic to uh, their, like they were a secular republic, and now they have a, uh, I forget what they call it, it's like the Shah or whatever, right? And uh, all of the people who were influential big officers got killed, but like the people who just knew how to do things, but weren't very like high up on the chain, they were given a chance to live as long as they would do the right thing for the people who were deciding what was right. Yeah, I'm sure you could probably see a similar thing going on there uh, with Afghanistan. Yeah, I think uh, they're going to hold to the diplomatic as far as like the governmental 
moratorium. But they it don't is give also a, possible because they don't give a fuck the about Taliban contractors. They don't. I don't think they do. No, wait, they, no, no. they will definitely kill as many contractors as, as, as they can. As far as they're concerned, they're invaders. So, like, yeah. from their perspective, they're collaborators. Yeah. It's like what happened right. in France after uh, World War II ended. So, so in go my around. mind, they're going to kill a vast majority of the people that know how to maintain those airframes and, or and, pilot them. And let's be honest. From their perspective, an Afghan, you know, perspective, where the Taliban is a popular front for them, um, when you consider uh, the people that, like, for 20 years have been working hand-in-hand -hand with the United States military to, you know... Uh, uh, translate for them on the ground does that person sound like a neighbor you want that that sounds like a traitor you know yeah if, if you think right. about it from the afghan perspective so yeah. like you know if from if, the taliban uh, perspective well i mean a lot of afghans have a popular streak and sentiment of you know the taliban and that's why they were so it's, successful it's essentially a more concise term because not all afghans like there's a lot of people who don't want to live there but the taliban definitely does not want to keep uh, certain people alive so yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's fucking terrible what's going on over there. But alas, here we are. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap up the actual podcast. Uh, thank you all so much for listening or watching if you're on the Patreon. Uh, I've been Brandon. I'm Hayes. I am Walker. I'm a <laughs> and thank you all so much. Uh, don't forget to check out the Patreon if you are interested in seeing the video version of this podcast where you can see that cool badass first aid kit that I have now. Um, and other than that, I bid you adieu. I'll be it. Thanks for listening. The team at QCP hopes that this little hook has hit its mark and we end up seeing you live on Twitch or becoming a dedicated listener. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, have a good one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.